Hi, my name is Tammy Lyle Shodande. I live in Cypress, Texas, and I go to college at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. And I'm going into my second year. Uh, hi, my name is Mayo Kwan Abimola. I am in my third year law with French. I school in Old University of Hall in England. So today we're going to be talking about holding on to your faith while you're in college or uni and how to continue to hold on to your faith even when there's temptation or different challenges that you may go through. The first thing we want to talk about is what our general experience has been with holding on to faith in college or in uni. You can go first. Okay, I'll go first then. Um, generally, what has been my experience? I think that so far, there have been ups and downs, but I think I've been able to, of course, with, but with the help of God, by God's grace, to actually hold on to my faith or even actually grow in my faith. Um, with because I'm in my third year, so I've been in uniforms for years. So I would say the journey has been, you know, a bit bumpy. <laughs> but where I am right now, I can say that generally it's been a good experience. I've learned to grow a lot. Like I read my Bible more, I pray more, finding it all very interesting. And yeah, prior to uni, I wouldn't say that, you know, I found the whole Christianity faith thing exciting, but yeah, now I would say differently. For me, yes, there's also been a bumpy road, ups and downs, um, good days. There's been good days, there's been some bad days, but I can also say my faith has grown. Just, I definitely was praying more in college um, because I'm, I always knew what was going on. If I wasn't telling anybody else, I knew, well, God knows what's going on and I know what's going on. So I definitely would speak to God more. Um, also because I'm in college, it's my, it's now just on me to actually go and seek out, um, his word and going to church or Bible groups, Bible study. It's only my responsibility now to actually want to go. I'm not feeling like I have to go because my parents are there. And so that kind of changes how I see Christianity because now I'm wanting to go. It's not like some daily habit or weekly habit on Sundays that I have. It's just something that I'm actually wanting to do because I want to do it. And it took a while for me to find a church or a group of people that actually wanted to, that I liked and enjoyed the church. But now that I've found it, I really like it. I have them check on me if I don't come in for a while because I've been stressed or something like that. I actually have someone text me before, which is really comforting to know like, oh, they want me there too. So um is I've definitely grown and I think that was what really changed for me is me wanting to and actually pursuing it myself 
rather than having my parents kind of do it for me. So. Yeah, and just like pulling out what you said about like finding a church and people. I remember when I first came to Hall, I mean, one of the first few things I did was actually look for a church. And I did go to a few that, well, I went to one that was familiar because we also had similar in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I know, like, the first Sunday, I knew, like, okay, I don't, I'm not sure. It, I mean, so it's, it's a good church, you know. The mm-hmm. sermon was good. Pastors were very nice. There were students. But I remember going on the second, the second time, I was like, okay, yeah, nope. And it wasn't because it wasn't a good church. It was just because, like... My spirit wasn't like, okay, yes, this is where I I see myself growing. I see myself serving because, of course, part of what I considered when I was looking for um, churches was, is it this a church where I can serve, like actually like use whatever skill or ability I have, you know, for God? And I didn't quite see that in the one I went to. And so even finding... The one I now go to, I go to Potter's House um, Christian Fellowship in Hall. Um, so even going there, it was okay. They had music, they had everything because it was the grand opening. Mm-hmm. But what actually caught me was the message and how the pastor preached the message. And I was like, okay, yeah. And also, it was it was a relatively small church, so I knew okay, this is where I could go. And I'd have to say, like, in terms of, like, church searching, definitely we need the guidance of the Holy Spirit because not all churches are... Churches is what I will say. That's all I will say. For me as well, uh, my church that I go to, which is Tree of Restoration, is actually student-run, but there's still a main pastor. And sometimes the main pastor will preach. Sometimes it's the students. And I think it's the fact that it's people from my school who are the ones talking to us. There's this, like, you know, they understand yeah. where, like, what you're struggling with. So every time I go into church, it's always something I can relate to. Yeah. And um, at bigger churches, it's not always something I can relate to. More often, it's not. So I definitely like the small church group. I like that we all kind of get to know each other, even in yeah. the small time it takes. Like, as soon as you get there, they know, like, they'll notice that you're new and they'll make you feel welcome. All at a yeah. big church, you can kind of blend in. Yeah, and get I, lost in the crowd. Yeah, and I didn't want that. And as yeah. well, as you were saying, somewhere you could serve. I've been towards the end of the semester. So for this upcoming semester, I'm joining their, like, drama team. Just something mm-hmm. I used to do at my old church, which was a smaller church. I kind of liked it. As soon as I said I was interested, they added me to their group chat. They all welcomed me. They're like, okay, so next semester, we'll expect to have you with us. And I just really like the community there. And yeah. even with the pastor, she's very sweet. So I definitely understand what you mean about the like smaller community and then being able to serve. I think yeah. that also helps you actually want to go is when you're yeah. serving there. So um, 
So I guess we kind of started the next question, which is factors that have actually helped with holding on to faith in college or in university. So would you just, yeah. So I would say, yeah, we kind of talked about this, but um, a big factor is definitely the people around you. So the people, the people around me, like um, most of them, they go to the same church as me. So it kind of helps like, oh, you're going to church. Okay, then you want to go to church, obviously, because your friends are going to church. And then you guys can kind of like, oh, if someone's like, I don't know if I feel like going, they're there to encourage you to go. So having friends that go to church, especially the same church as you, is definitely beneficial. And like I said, like if I don't come in one week and somebody messages me like, oh, we didn't see you at church today, like being able to have that community there where they're actually like um, paying attention if you're there or not, that definitely helps you want to be there and it helps you hold on to your faith because you're continuing to grow with the people around you. So I definitely think that's a big thing. And then also just remembering to pray about what you're struggling with in college, because you're going to struggle with something, whether it's an exam or a professor or even friends sometimes. Yeah. Um, Just remembering to pray um, has been a big thing, because sometimes I'll call my parents and I'm like ranting, like, oh, this, this, and this happened. And they're like, oh, well, did you pray? So that definitely helps to continue to grow your faith, just remembering to pray. And also, of course, reading the Bible as often as you can. I try, And devotionals help too, because it can make it like a daily thing. Yeah. Always a scripture that comes with it. So devotionals help more than just reading the Bible by itself, in my opinion. But those are all things that have helped me. Uh, I'll just like, say my own side to some of the things you already said, like friends and having a community, like people around you who would actually encourage you in the faith, who would keep you accountable. Like that has actually been a major thing for me because the first few friends I made in uni, they weren't bad friends, but they wouldn't people I would say would have encouraged me or helped in my growth in helped me grow in my faith I mean they went to church once in a while I mean but in terms of like the kind of I was looking to actually get closer to God you know build my faith and I I wouldn't say that having those friends around would would have helped but then I knew that I needed to change up my um, social gatherings. Like I needed to change up my, what the people I surround myself with, if I actually am serious about growing in my faith, I'm actually holding on to my faith. So I remember praying this prayer, that, okay, God, I know that these aren't ideal friends that would actually help me in my spiritual walk. but then. I need you to lead me or bring me friends that would actually help me um, grow in my faith, help me get closer to you. And for a while, it was like I was by myself because 
I was now distancing myself from this my uni friends because like I wouldn't if they are having some social gathering I would find an excuse maybe I have to go to the library or I have rehearsals in church so I was kind of distancing myself so for like a, a time it felt like I was alone and I didn't have any friends but then that period where I distanced myself from then from them I kind of got closer to my friends from church like they would also you know invite me to um if they're doing a little gap in their house or you know just by virtue of getting involved and actually being committed I got closer with this friends from church and then now they're actually my closest friends and I've seen that like that factor has been huge in terms of my um, development in my spiritual work um, you know my intimacy with God because remember we'd organize like prayer meetings bible studies like it's just really been helpful so that is a big especially in uni friends are like I would say like if we're going to put it in terms of percentages friends will take and people around you will take like 60 even even 70 percent because yeah, I mean, your surrounding the Bible even says that bad company corrupts good manners is what it says, and so that's just stressing the uh, point that what you surround yourself with has the um, ability to influence who you are or who you become. So if formerly you're good, well-mannered person, you don't do certain things because of the company you keep you just find yourself doing those things. And so in the same way, good company would, you know, influence you having good manners, good habits, you know, pursuing the right things. And so, yeah. But again, oh yeah, definitely um, church getting involved because you can say, okay, cool. I'm part of this church. I only attend Sundays or maybe sometimes if they have weekly midweek services you go but you're not necessarily involved so in essence you're not very you're not exactly committed Mm -hmm. I felt like part of what helped me was the fact that I was committed so I played the keyboard in my church so it's like I know I have to be in church at on Sunday or Wednesdays because I play the keyboard. I am there's something I am doing. I'm involved, and so even if days where I feel I feel like I don't want to go to church, like I don't find like you know my half friends who would check up on me. I say, okay, Mike, like you have to go to church at that time. But the fact that I have a responsibility, I have a role, I have something I'm doing, I'm working in church. It's like you know what, Mm-mm, I actually have to be there. And so like, yeah. And of course, hearing the word of God, being, you know, washed by the word of God, renewing my mind, of course, reading my Bible, devotionals help, like you said. But yeah, sometimes I get carried away with devotionals in the sense that that's all I'm doing. And then actually forget to actually read the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, all I do, I only do devotionals. I read the verses that you know suggested, and that's all. I like. <laughs> I'm a serial devotional reader, <laughs> and then I'd, I haven't exactly opened my Bible to actually 
gain revelation for myself. Mm-hmm. So because devotional is actually like somebody else's revelation of um, the word of God. So sometimes I stop like for a while, like, you know what? This time I'm just going to pick that um, book of the Bible and say, okay, for this month, this is what I'm doing. And so I'm reading chapter by chapter, writing down um, journaling. Journaling helps very, yeah, very effective. Like um, revelations I get. And so that's really helped. Um, what are the factors? Oh yeah, um, boundaries. I think that is absolutely essential. Weird thing is that, like, was it last week? Um, we have this small group uh, meeting in church, and the, the topic we addressed that last week was on boundaries. And I mean, part of it made me realize that I came to uni with certain boundaries, but then as time went, I saw them like. Yeah. Yeah. I started like um is it echoing? I feel like it's echoing. But um I definitely had that issue too. And that's when it kind of for me at least it was the people I was around. Mm -hmm. And that's why I started to distance myself from those people. I think there's like like I don't I don't talk to them much. I will say COVID has played a part in who I'm able to meet as well. Mm-hmm. Especially since it was my first year. I feel like I was really finding like people I wanted to find towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And so those are the people that I'm trying to like message now, you know, like, oh, how are you doing? That way when we go back, um, yeah. it doesn't seem like I have no one to talk to. So but and then of course I do have my church group chat, but yeah, definitely with the boundaries thing. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like boundaries are what would actually protect you. And so if it would actually help you is so another essential thing that would help you actually hold on to your faith. So if you know, okay, I definitely do not drink. Like it's my own personal conviction. I have no issues with people who do it, but I, the boundary I put for myself is that I don't drink. But then because you go for some outings, like, oh, it's only like, what, 4% alcoholic. It's not even alcohol anyway. So like you start with, you know, mixing it with, you know, Coke or, yeah. So little by little, you just see you don't have it anymore. And so you get to a point where it's like, what exactly is holding you then? And so boundaries are important. And also like just with, because I remember one of the boundaries I had was I don't, I don't like to go out at night. Like if it's getting dark, I want to be back in my house, not because of anything, but just because I don't like to be out in the dark. I don't like to be out late. I like to sleep. <laughs> but then um, I found myself with the first few friends I had like being out late. And I remember like the fact that I had breached that boundary I put for myself made me, it made me sad in a way. Like, it's like, kind of like, who are you then? Like, it's an integrity thing. If I say, this is who I am, I don't do this. Mm -hmm. Then I should be able to stand by it. And the thing is also part of the reason why I put that boundary is because while things happen at night, like 
at night is where everybody gets crazy. Like people just do crazy stuff at night. So part of me protecting myself from doing those crazy stuff or even seeing those crazy stuff is staying in my house when it's getting dark. So yeah, boundaries are important to have. And then having people to keep you accountable to them also helps. Like for me, not that I've reached this boundary, but it's just, I feel like it's my strongest one is that I want to wait till marriage. And like the way that I am about that boundary is like how I should be about all of my boundaries. Like I've never once even entertain the idea of breaking that yeah so that's why I'm like okay that's how I should be acting with even things that seem like not as big of a deal in comparison to that I should treat them as if they're just as big a deal as that so I definitely think like that type of mindset helps like something that you're like no there's absolutely no way I would ever do that that's how you should approach all of your boundaries not like oh it's not that bad a big a deal if I decide to do this because it's not like it's a bad thing it's just something I didn't want to do like no you shouldn't entertain things like that and I guess we're already kind of getting into our advice. So yes, I guess we'll just go ahead into advice for other people going into uni or people who are already in uni and how to hold on to their faith or regain their faith if they're kind of losing it. Um, what what would you give advice for those people? So first of all, for people who are coming to uni or college who who they already have their faith. And so it's like, okay, um, I want to come and going to union. So in order that they don't lose it, one advice I would give is, first of all, find a faith and Bible-believing church because community is important. The Bible also says, do not neglect the gathering of the saints. So find a Bible-believing faith believe in church um of course pray about your choice of church um and i would also say pray and prayerfully consider your friends prayerfully consider your friends ask god to lead you guide you to the right people because that is extremely important finding the right people and for those who maybe they did have their faith but for whatever reason, whether it was the friends they kept um, or just the stress of uni, because uni does get stressful sometimes with coursework and essays. For whatever reason, they kind of lost it. I would say that it's actually not till it's get it back. Just retrace your steps. I was like, okay, this is where I felt. And this is why, this is what happened. If it's that you need accountability for times where you're stressed, you need to have someone who would call and check up on you, make sure that because you're in a difficult um, situation, you're not going on the madness, um, then you should have that. But it's like retracing your steps and say, okay, fine. This is what where I felt. This is where I fell. And I'm ready to get back on the horse, so to say. So. I would say it's not too late. 
still same applies, find the Bible believing church. If it's the friends that kind of made you fall off, then I guess one thing would do you would have to is like start distancing yourself from those environments, from those companies. And um yes, pray. Like you need to make God a priority. So you can't say, okay, um, I would like kind of like, okay, if it is convenient, then I would, you know, hold on to my faith kind of thing. You need to make God a priority. So it's like God above anything else, God first before anything else. And I feel like maintaining that sort of mindset in uni would actually help you a lot. So if you're faced with situations that kind of like calls into question your faith, you're like, nah, I've, you know, kind of like made a vow to myself that regardless of anything, I'm putting God above everything and anyone. And so having that mindset of God first, God is priority, I would say would be extremely helpful for both incoming students um, to, who are coming to uni and also even ones already in uni, making God a priority. Okay, and then for me, um, definitely like piggybacking a little bit on what you said, definitely like look at your friends and especially if you're going, honestly, if you're in uni already or even going into uni, just like, I think it's important to remember, I always have to remind myself of this, that it's okay if the friends you start out with don't stay your friends. Yeah. I feel definitely. like how you were saying, like there are times when you feel like you have no friends and that's okay because yeah. you'll yeah. eventually find the people you're looking for. Like how I said, I finally found those people like towards the end of the year. Like it took a whole year and even then, it may not be the same people I'm friends with in the next year. So just remembering like, it's okay to let go of a group that's not beneficial for you. And that might be leading you astray. And then also to just know that like different, like you and then comparing yourself to other people, you'll be at different um, points in your path and your walk with faith. And not everyone is going to be at the same point that you are in your faith and you're not going to be at the same point as other people. So you shouldn't be too harsh on yourself. Like, Oh, well that person is doing this and they they're involved in this. And I just don't see how I can handle doing all that. That's okay. Like you shouldn't try and stress yourself out to come to be like the next person because then it's no longer about God. It's just about you trying to look a certain way or appeal to a certain way so also that's an important thing yep so that's the end of yeah. this episode I guess and thank you for listening <laughs> make sure to like share subscribe <laughs> yes <laughs> follow my cousin Sharon go listen to all of her episodes on her podcast <laughs>